Aloha party people, you are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 165. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at TandawaiUSA.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at TandawaiUSA. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit TikiBarTshirtClub.com. This podcast is also sponsored by the Tonga Hut. With locations in both North Hollywood and Palm Springs, California, the Tonga Hut serves classic tiki cocktails in a classic tiki setting. Dine in a secret tiki hideaway or learn about rum and rum history at one of their educational seminars. And if you're up to the challenge, take the journey to join the loyal order of drooling bastards. For information on events, rum rum club, and more, go to tongahut.com or find them on Facebook or Instagram. For this edition of the COVID Chronicles, we chat with musician, composer, and industry professional Jason Lee of Jason Lee and the Riptides. Jason chats with us about how he's adjusted to the new reality we are all experiencing and how the coronavirus has affected the live music scene and his industry as a whole. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider helping us with your support during this challenging time. Stop by DesertOasisRoom.com to check out our merch or leave us a tip. Any purchase or donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this show on the air. Okay, grab a cocktail and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room. And give it up for the tiki guitar player, Jason Lee. Yes, sir. How you doing, Jason? I'm I'm doing good. I'm uh I'm just on a a little headset thing. I thought that'd make it a little easier. And so am I. <laughs> oh, good. You sound uh, great. How how modern of us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we're so we're so cheeky. <laughs> totally. So so how's everything going with you in this crazy weird time that we're going yeah. through? Yeah. Uh. You know, you. I think you obviously know where we live. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a ghost town for sure, which is a good thing. You okay. know, to uh, it's just as far as people trying to do their part. But um, yeah, definitely different out here. You know, I'm on the bike every morning, and there's no yeah. no car. There's no cars to buzz me by. Um, or or anything like that. So you notice a reduction in traffic. I I still do a three plus mile walk every day and it nice. looks kind of the same to me out there as far as road traffic i mean as maybe commuter traffic has decreased but since i work from home i don't see that you know but i did notice a lot more foot traffic with people you know walking riding their bikes 
walking dogs, being out there with their kids. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of cool, right? Because it takes something that's this serious to then maybe get a, a family to finally stop and realize that yeah. that their their child's media device isn't the babysitter. And maybe for one time in, you know, I don't know how long, let's just say, let's say a family strives for like three weeks to be able to do that, do that. Maybe they can do it every day now where they have the dog. Yeah. They have their, their two kids. And, uh, I don't know. It's, I, yeah, I like it in in a weird way because it's kind of like, it shows us how overly connected that we were. Um, and I'm on the bike every morning. So I have that. I like that. Um, no windshield feeling. That's like an effect that you get. Like, so you get that too, because if you're walking three miles, you're having a way more natural like scenery around you. And we don't think we're just bulletproof behind this three ton. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Automobile that, that we're, we're we're like limit, we're like limitless. Well, you know, I, I'm thinking about getting myself a bike similar to yours, but not probably as expensive. You know, I, I, I don't expect to be riding it as seriously as you ride yours, but I do feel like a change of scenery would be nice because I've been walking the same path for probably five, six years and not even exactly the same path, but the same area and I mix it up, but getting on a bike would be nice to go further and see something different, you know, but it does kind of scare me to be honest with you, you know, when you're on the street with a bike like that, there are idiots who don't care. Oh, I've seen it all, uh, to the, the end degree, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, you do get, um, a little bit of a, of a perspective when, um, you get very comfortable, especially if you race, you know, like I was, um, and you're just shoulder to shoulder with guys all the time, you get very numb yeah, you get very numb to that, and so you think you're invincible, and then every day you think you're invincible, and sure enough, if you're doing what I'm doing, to be fair, like going down mountainsides and things like that, wow. yeah, there's going to be a, a driver that's going to hit your elbow with his mirror, and oh. that will totally change you for about a week. Oh my God, that's too scary. That's just a scary thought. But there's also the guys that maybe have a resentment for guys on bicycles, and they kind of want to send you a message to scoot over or something, right? Yeah, and that can be a scary thing because uh, my team, um, I serve on the board of directors for my team, and then we, um, for the latter part of, I think, eight years, have a board member that also serves on the Carlsbad um, City Council, and he's there to help with advocacy in general. Right. So that could be with pedestrians, and, and unfortunately, uh, we've, had to help in court situations and things like that last year with someone wow. that, uh, when it went to court, the gentleman wanted to lash out at a cyclist for, for no reason uh, other than built up, built up angst over the years. Yeah. And this, and this, uh, cyclist was the, was just the, the unlucky person that yep. day. Wrong place at the wrong time. The, and that driver just took it out on him. Yep. So it's a real thing. It, it, it and I get it. I, uh, I have, uh, <laughs> I've done business in the music industry with a lot of people uh, that just don't, don't know. Cause I don't bring it up for months of working with them that that's what I do all the time. That's just my, 
on my own. That's my way of like dealing with my anxiety. It's great for fitness. I have to do it for my health or I have to go on medication. Sure. Um, but at the same time, like three months into a, a, a music business relationship, someone could say, oh, and F all those cyclists. And then the other musician in the room will go, oh, wrong guy. Don't say that, Don't say <laughs> right. that to him. What right. do you mean? Right. They're all assholes. Well, yeah. you've, been working, you've been working with one for months. Yeah. Know? Wow. <laughs> so, dude, you had <clears throat> sent me a note about recording for the podcast during this crazy time. And part of that note you sent to me was, hey, I'm free anytime. All my gigs have been canceled. Yep. Dude, how shitty is that, man? Uh, it sucks. And, you know, I, I, I don't I don't really comment on a lot of people's things anymore on, right. on online. I generally <laughs> have like a thousand projects going uh, at once. Uh, so I just kind of typed it really quick. Uh, but there's 100% truth to it. Um, you know, how to crunch numbers, how to um, realize like how far out we're, we're going to be canceled. Yeah, you know, um, and it was it was going to be a big season, um, and it was going to—I think it was going to be a big season for everybody. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So gigs are canceled, um, and that's fine. You know, when, once you start realizing, like a few days in after the, I'll tell you what hit really. I'll tell you what hit everybody big behind the scenes. Adrian uh, was the. You know, a few weeks ago when the 250 cap was announced, that was the yeah, big one yeah. where you started realizing, well, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. I just, I won't have this one other gig then. Yeah. Cause you're and a musician and you play ahead. big crowds. Yeah. So that does so, make a huge difference. Yeah. Because what happens is you think of just the big one, right? You know, if you're a, if, if you're looking inward on yourself, like as a, as an artist and you're all you were hopeful for was that next big one. So for me, um, I was on a two hour conference call with my sponsors to lock in Viva. We were going to be a last minute. We were the headliner at the golden Tiki and I was going to be teaching guitar the next day. And that was going to be my relaunch, um, for the spring. Uh, so, you know, two hour conference call. And then that ends at 2 PM, I think. And then 4 30 PM the same day, the 250 cap thing comes in wow. and it's like, it's like crickets with everybody Yeah. for di- Um, you know, and so that, that's a lot of the things t- too that, um, s- that some people might not think how many, how much time goes into like, let's say locking down a gig, right? It's all the work that goes into building it up. Sure. And honestly, like I, I, I'm fine with it. Um, because I guess for my age, I've been doing it a long time, but I feel really bad. I feel really bad for a a lot of bands out there. I can't name any, but there's gotta be a lot of bands out there that, that had, they finally were going to get their chance to like play a bigger show or they finally worked for like a year or two to land a contract. And then they finally get it. And then it's just like everything is put on hold. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we know guys, too, that are full-time musicians, and they depend on those gigs for their income. And if they're not doing gigs, they're not making any money. I'm curious with you and your band, do you guys still continue to to practice and write music and all that when you're not preparing for gigs? 
So, yeah, right. I think this is like a, this is like a, 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 like a determining factor with a lot of uh, teamwork and entities right now within right. all the bands that are out there. Is like, well, what do you do when everything is kind of flip flopped around you? Um, with the Riptides, um, we've just as a whole decided to like still not be in the same room all the time with each other during all this. Yeah, yeah. Try and respect the the spatial awareness um, and stuff like that. Um, I, I initially tried to want to do a live performance, you know, for free and put that up. Um, but because of other, because our drummer's got his newborn and all that kind of stuff, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. You guys are how, being how I, so thoughtful about that. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know us, we're very like, you know, family oriented. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a unit. Um, so who am I to say that someone that I came in contact with won't affect, you know, his newborn. So, so I get that. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to be, um, you know, doing little sessions here and there to just send each other notes and, and keep things, you know, moving forward. And I think what is going to happen, and I already know it's happening with all my other projects in Los Angeles, uh, is is that you're going to see you know, if and when we come out of all this stuff, everything's going to shift. It, it's sure. I look at it musically for like the music industry. It's going to be like the alternate 1985 and Back to the Future too. Okay, I'm not yeah. okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying Biff's the president or anything <laughs> right. like that. Right. I'm just saying that you look at it on this skewed timeline. You know, where everything that you thought you could bank money on for music. So it's like, wow, that's a really good band. Wow you could get the B-52s to play that event and that event will sell out. I don't think you can say something like that right now, that a singular band now can just sell out an event off whimsy. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting to me is the thought that a break like this might actually break up bands that maybe they stay together just because of gigs and then this break made them realize that like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. And, yeah. or with these guys or whatever, this combination. And when things start to pick back up, they choose to do something with other people instead. It changes the, the dynamic for those band members. Right. Yeah. I think that's a great point. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, an addition to that. Uh, imagine if you're in a, a like a uh, a really hot spot in the metropolitan area. So let's just say um, DTLA, um, gas lamp in San Diego, um, packing district in Orange County. Mm-hmm. What if you're the band that's on contract for X amount of years at the restaurant that everyone wants to go to, and you play cover songs? Yeah, those are the those are the type of bands that they're just there because they know the cover songs and yeah, it works yeah. for them. But they're generally there because they're getting good money each week yeah. because they're playing songs that everybody else knows. But they don't have anything else in their own team entity that's like emotionally uh, invested. Right. Uh, yeah, and and I think there's a there's a that could be just an example of what might be considered like okay, yeah, well, okay, that's just a thing right, I was doing right. with those guys but the money just like you said the money was good enough but you know we're all doing different things now so it's, it's going to be interesting to see 
on that how note, things what's going to happen. I was also thinking today, you know how they're talking about like a quarantine generation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, right? So, right, right, you know, right. 18 years, we can joke about how adults obviously were conceived from a particular right. six weeks or whatever. There was a meme um, saying that they'd, they'll be called the coronials. <laughs> Perfect, right? The coronials, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there's, you know, I don't know. There's a truth to it. I mean, there is a there is a cycle of uh, of um, of uh, birth, right? Uh, uh, you know, better right, times right, of the year right. for couples, yeah. But uh, but I think in a in a cool way, you're gonna watch this this old school thing that happens where the metal band, I'm just using them as an example, like the metal band, they have time now because they're not a security guard at Target. All right. And that's the inverse too, is that the people that have the time now to work on music, maybe they never had a chance to work in it, or maybe they had some kind of creative block, but now that they have time to work on that music, we might see a whole bunch of new styles of music we've never heard before. Yeah. I have a lot of clients that, um, they're they're bummed and then one week and then the next week they're excited because the one thing that was holding them back from just doing their own album at home was the time and now there's like no excuses yeah i mean like yeah. you know i get the health side of it so that's fine but you know i'm just for example like a night you know an average like 19 to 25 year old metal band they're not going to care they just want to get in the room and, and, and finally get that uh, and get that album out yeah. right and so i'm watching this this kind of kind of a cool shift of happening where there are these, you know, projects on the horizon that could never really get, uh, wrapped up. I, I know I'm doing it personally with, uh, with my LA projects. So, so that's a really good thing. We're thinking of extracurricular ways to keep, uh, media, uh, getting out there. So but, uh, as somebody that works actually in the music industry as well, you work for a guitar maker. Yep. How have you seen this virus affect the industry in that way uh it's huge it's like freakishly huge it's also a huge industry so um you know i, I try and i try and always it's a high-end industry for sure okay uh it's like the you know tesla end up uh of equipment uh you know for a lot of people and um that's a tough thing too because how do you even if you're getting a stimulus or, or a percentage off of uh, let's just say unemployment, uh, how do you want to go spend money on a $3,000 guitar? Um, you know, I do know Guitar Center stores as a company, I think they had to close. Oh, did they uh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Um, my company is on a extremely minimal skeleton crew, which I'm a part of. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm working for, I'm working, I've got tomorrow off. I've got, uh, four days I'm working like in the daytime and I'm uh -huh. doing just uh, quality control. Um, and then working remotely, you know, so I'm just taking in, uh, yeah. fielding clients from us and things like that and helping with really deep, uh, customer service issues where to be honest, like a month ago, I never even would have had the time to do that. I'm yeah. appointment only. Yeah. yeah. I'm appointment only, but, uh, but, but getting back on track um, with that stuff, that, that industry is going to be affected b in a big way. You know, oh, I, sure. I don't, I don't yeah. have like, you know, I don't have like a good guesstimate of what's going to happen, but it's already been affected like, you know, really, really, really heavily because 
and I can, you know, you can, re- again, relate it to something that's very high end and it's very, you know, out of grasp for some people. So once you take away any of that allure and any of that, like, uh, exoticness of anything right now, um, the onion kind of gets peeled and then you kind of start looking at the, the basics again of how to cover your mortgage and, oh, yeah. and other things. Yeah. And other things like that. And, and, you know, and look at a lot of, uh, in my industry specifically, you've got people that have deposits, tons of deposits on order and people are canceling like crazy yeah. and they're eating their deposit because yeah. they'd rather eat the deposit and then make the mortgage. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I, it's safe for de- me to assume then that, you guys aren't getting any new orders right now, right? I mean, bands are, especially with the, the limit of how many people they want gathering, bands aren't performing anywhere. Uh, <laughs> all right, you ready for a twist? Yeah, yeah. It's not what you it's not what you'd think, at least as far as the private industry. Okay. Um, yeah. So us, um, Gibson, some of the bigger companies, there there's the other side of it where people were already planning on closing their closing their their order and mm-hmm. they they don't have they have nothing to do now and all they want is their new guitar oh really okay and there's nothing and there's nothing more that would make them happier right now yeah, than to yeah. get their, to get their new guitar and and I uh, the reason I had to bump our call to, the, to to the time that we started was because I was on the phone with a guy in Australia oh wow okay yeah and he was just so happy that I could you know, talk him through something and he's so excited and I'm, you know, I'll be working with him next week. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's like I said, that's, that's the reason I can't guess. And I've, I have grown up in that industry to the, to the top degree. And I don't have, you know, an answer what'll happen in a few months to the industry, but I definitely know that you've either got people that are finally going, well, shit, that was just icing on the cake in my life or other people going, nope, that's what I need right now. I need my right, new tool. Right. I need my new instrument to help me make music to get me through this shit. Right. Yeah. What's the biggest thing that you've seen change since this virus came about and then all the regulations behind everything that they've, they've shut down? You mean, yeah. So you're talking, you're talking to, like just domestically as a society or musically as a, as the industry, just in your industry, as far as the, you know, uh, professional instruments. Uh, yeah, I think uh, cleanliness. That's been a big thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge thing. Um, I I've got employees that w- will not come to work and just on their own decided, screw this. I'm filing unemployment right now. Yeah. Yeah, we have to respect that. We're like, sure, no problem. We're not forcing anybody to be here and and, and did a brief. You know, we briefed and and said, you know, who's comfortable, who's healthy. Obviously, we're going to completely change the way we 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 worked, you know, to where you've got uh, plenty of space between everybody and no one really is talking to each other. We're just doing what we do. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you never know how that's going to change the way people produce guitars because we're yeah, going yeah. on a different schedule right now, too. How do you feel about the whole cleanliness thing? Because speaking for myself, I've stepped out a few times to pick up supplies. You know, I'll run out of something and I'll go out and like toilet paper's an example, right? So yeah. went to Smart and Final the other day, got a four pack of toilet paper. They're limiting it to one per, I don't know if it's one per family, one per person, but one per purchase, let's say that. 
And four rolls of toilet paper is not really going to last you very long, right? Yeah. But every time I go out there, I put a mask on, I put gloves on, I have a, a tub of Clorox wipes that I keep in my car and I wipe everything down. And I'm actually a little bit paranoid to touch things when I'm out there. What are your thoughts about that? Are you has it changed you or, or are you still pretty confident that it's not as widespread as the media is making it sound? Yeah, my I mean my opinion on it is that media is is kind of a is kind of a hype machine to where I think if you if you feed off of it it'll scare you a little bit, but at the same time I one hundred percent like respect that it that it's out there and i get into some if i you know michelle and i are only going to a to a uh grocery store or something like twice a week at the most if we have to right, right. and that's because we live remote so you remember where we live so yeah, if yeah. we go out if we go out and then they don't have like we like okay i just got rice today i'm yeah. so stoked to get rice yeah um, and, and, and the target here in North San Diego is like, is like killing it right now on the cleanliness game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I noticed that there are more stations that have the sterile wipes for people to just, you know, pull a sterile wipe out and, and, and wipe down whatever it is that they're, you know, if they're, they're pushing a cart or they're holding a basket or you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. Uh, just to, and it's not neat, but you know, it's, it's just, it's a neat thing to see yeah, yeah. The, the detail. This target was ridiculous. And this is only like an hour ago. It was It was so spot on that in the main big aisle of the store, that's where you line up to get in line to then see a cashier or, only limit two people to the self-checkout, and whenever anybody went to a cashier or the self-checkout, the station was completely wiped down before the next person could come. Oh, wow. I know. And Well, that's pretty cool. I was like taken back. I'm like, holy crap, like if I could get my phone out and video this right. and, then, and then send it to to you know managers of other stores, and instead of just bottlenecking us all down – this long line, everyone was really good about being spaced like you know eight feet apart. So yeah. I did feel a lot more comfortable doing that where I'm like, holy crap, okay, even though I have to stand here and it can become rather stagnant, uh, they they have this, this whoever's managing them has this like forward thinking, uh, you know, cap on to just say, nope, there's like no excuses. It was this very no excuses kind of no slip ups. Yeah, kind of kind of vibe in there, uh, uh, which yeah. I appreciated a lot, and and it was unfortunate that that Michelle the other night was just terrified coming home from from the Trader Joe's that was right down the street from that Target that the employees were trying to do the best that they could, but they were completely overwhelmed with way too many customers and 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 actually squeezing through. Imagine the term squeezing through right now. Can I just squeeze through? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, as like, social no, distancing. Don't squeeze through me. Yes, you creep. supposed to be six feet apart. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of the places that I've seen are taping X's on the floor that are six feet apart, which helps, you know, so people are reminded, don't stand too close together. And people are following that. But you know, what's freaking me out is every once in a while, we'll order something to go. 
And when we go pick it up, the workers that are back there cooking it, no gloves, no mask. The people that are at the register, no gloves, no mask. And I'm thinking, okay, you guys, I mean, you're in food service, first of all. So that should be something that you do every day, you know, even when we're not in this pandemic, right? But when yeah. you consider how many people come in, they're, they're have the potential to be more of a carrier than you and I if we're staying home because they're there every day, all day, and people come in to, to buy food and pick up their food and stuff, right? So that's kind of freaking me out a bit. I mean, I see too much of that, you know, but... You know, I guess like also, you know, for some people that if they're not used to wearing masks, it can get uncomfortable pretty quickly. And so they just want to take it off their face. Right. But I, I seem to have gotten used to it whenever I go to a store, you know, and it's not an unusual thing to I mean, not everybody's wearing a mask, but it's not an unusual thing to see, you know, half the store, ha- half the people are wearing masks. So, yeah, I think a third, I think a third of target this evening, uh, uh, you know, minimum a third of them had masks on and I, and I respect that too. You know, I'm just trying to keep my, I'm just trying to keep my distance, but, and, and keep my sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously be more, you know, be as protected as you're comfortable with being, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, I'll tell you the silver lining to this is that I've probably never seen people as cordial as they are right now. Sure. Yeah. I noticed there's a lot more. I noticed that too. Of, yeah. There's just a little more cordialness, uh, as if the same thing that's inside of you that wants you to open the, you know, jump ahead of somebody to open the door for them. Uh, you're not going to go do that, but you know, with the distance there, you're kind of like, okay, no, you, you're good mm-hmm. over there. Let's have this conversation, but, uh, yeah. we can move on. So have you picked up anything new since you've been staying home more often, picked up a new hobby or done anything (laughs) different? Uh, No, I, I still have, yeah, I still have a lot of music projects going on right now, which is weird, right? Like, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, I think you know me enough to know I've got about, you know, 10 fires I'm stoking all the time. And now seven of seven of those fires have been put out, but I've still got you know, two hands and three fires to, to work on. Um, but at the same time, yes, yeah. I've gotten, uh, yeah, we are working like crazy on the house. Okay. All right. So Michelle's home like a hundred percent, doesn't have work in her industry in architecture. Right. Uh, yeah, because, um, she got the green light to, to, to continue with, uh, her projects and you'd be, pretty stoked right if you're like okay i can just work by myself in an office there's nobody around sure and then sure enough why can't they continue because the printer shut down and they can't print any plans oh. <laughs> so you forget about all these little right. things that are in different industries right everything's tied together a- yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh so what are we doing uh i'm, I'm check how cool this story is out um you know, uh, the Mikowskis, uh, that are, you know, really big in the Tiki community down here. They're part of the mm-hmm. SD Ohana group. Mm-hmm. Uh, G- Jill and Mitch, amazing. Uh, yep. you know, Jill the other morning posted, uh, some three to four foot giant, um, uh, foxtail agave plants, just huge. Okay. 
And, uh, and so she said, Hey, if I got five of them and whoever wants to get them and they've been up here uh, to the house. And I said, I, I want them. I'll, I'll, I'll get down there today and, and I'll, and I'll get them off here. Cause, cause right now with money being real tight, I could really use some new landscaping to work yeah, on the house. Yeah. So I did it. I, I lugged them all, you know, like 200 pounds each or something. And Holy moly. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all water, you know? Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You're now, right. I never thought of that. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so uh, that's my whole project tomorrow. You know, wow. I'm just going to be digging and planting and the more I can keep working on this property, uh, you know, the better because like a month ago I wouldn't have. Yeah. You have a beautiful home, man. So I, I'm sure that's going to really add to the way that it looks, especially where your home is located up there on the hillside. Thank you. Yeah. It's going to look great. Yeah, do you remember when you were at the house and we're filming the music video? My yeah. hot rod almost hit your car. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm planning them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So right when right when you come up the drive and on your left hand side where we use that like for extra parking, I'm going to completely make that that dryscape area uh, with about 20 feet of uh, of giant uh, foxtail agave, which will look really nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, post pictures when that's done. I'd love to see it. Or if you don't yeah. want to post pictures, text them to me. I'd love to see it. So yeah. So let me ask you a question. Sure. How how's the how's the bar? The bar is uh, which bar are we talking about? The Desert Oasis room. Desert Oasis room is same. I mean, nothing really new. Desert Oasis yeah. room is Desert Oasis room. I've been busy with these podcasts because. Everyone wants to tell their story about what they're going through right now. We're, we've all been turned upside down, you know, and yeah. everyone wants to share um, how different their lives are. So I've been recording quite a few podcasts and it's been really interesting and entertaining to hear how people are getting through some of this weirdness that we're all going through, you know. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I record a lot of the podcasts from here. Sometimes I, I go out and I record it on site. So for me, it's not a whole lot different with the exception of, you know, some of my sponsors are just not open right now. They're not in business. So yeah. I'm, I'm not billing them because they're not in business right now. And it just didn't seem very ethical for me to send them a bill. But I'm going to continue to promote and endorse their brands on the show and on my social media and all that. Cause that's what I committed to them, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, hopefully we get through this sooner than later. I mean, not any sooner than we have to. I'm, I'm happy to be... I'm happy to show how patient I can be for the better of society. So if we can finish this whole quarantine thing sooner, that'd be great. But if it has to take a little bit longer so that we ensure that we're all going to be healthy, then that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's the same here. I think no, I I just asked it in a, in in kind of a way where it's like, you know, we're, we're, some of us are used to spaces sure. that have that have like a hustle and bustle to them. Yeah, and and, and there's you know some people are getting the boarded up vibes. Uh, yeah, I mean know. I get out every day to do my walk, and that's routine for me. 
So I don't feel cooped up if that's what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. I do want to get a bike, though, just because I'm just getting bored of the scenery. So that's all. But, uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, can talk next week. I'll just give you some some tips and min- and minimums to get, but without getting too getting too crazy. You don't have to get crazy with it. You don't got to buy everything. You know. Yeah, yeah. And as someone that would just be starting out on a road bike, I mean, I have a beach cruiser that I just take that down to on you know on really nice days. I'll throw it in the back of the truck and I'll take it down to the beach and ride it around and go get lunch and maybe see a band down at the pier or whatever. But I don't have anything that I could use to, you know, really stay fit and just ride around here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I mean, in this particular time when everyone is so hunkered down, I mean, I don't know if I did if I didn't have cycling every morning, I'd probably just be a completely different person right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know and I know I kind of come off like ignorant or naive to it and I completely know what's going on but I'm trying not to let it I just don't let it get the the best of me because the best of me is the worst of me does that make sense uh okay <laughs> uh kind of not but <laughs> well what I what I mean is like you know if I didn't have uh, uh something the physical in the morning to help just you know kind of calm my nerves and work out oh gotcha you know work, yeah, work yeah. the edge off then, gotcha. then I would be on the media all day yeah. And just really letting a lot of it uh, get to me. But uh, I really like uh, Michael Osterholm, I believe his name is, on the Joe Rogan podcast last week. Uh-huh. He was, he's a you know, pretty, pretty foremost, foremost expert on the topic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was very corona, helpful. Of the, of, uh, the coronavirus. And very helpful episode. episode. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm trying to stay conscious of the time. I know that you had a small window and uh, I want to be respectful of that. So I want to say thank you for speaking with us on the podcast and is there anything that you want to plug while i've while i've i've got you on the phone uh just yeah just no i don't nothing about me i don't i i'm fine you can always or we're you know jason lee and the riptides are easy to find and all my uh and all my other projects uh but the one thing i'd say um uh you know, of, of some of your guests is, is still really trying to support music right now. Music is an intangible thing that you don't get to control. And that's great because, you know, if you put something up for 40 seconds and, and 20 people get, you know, a, a, a daily enjoyment out of that, that, that's a huge thing right now. That's something that we can really keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, if you do see an artist that's uh, a 100% committed artist, that that's you know, how they made their income, any little thing, um, can help if they're putting up, uh, you know, Instagram live video performances, uh, and things like that. So, you know, that's the one thing I, would love to leave you with is, is just remember how important music is to people. I've seen it, uh, at at such a high degree in, in a loving way that, uh, just, just that no listeners ever forget that, that you can't, we can't lose, uh, you know, music in, in this time. It's a really powerful thing. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Let's throw out your website, your social media, all that stuff. I want to make sure everybody knows my friend Jason Lee, the coolest. How do I say this? I, I look at you and I think, man, this guy is a rock star, man. How come How come the, the world doesn't know who this guy is yet? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know. We've <laughs> we've we've had we've had this uh, we've had this conversation before at a party. I remember, yeah. uh, but I don't I don't really uh, I, I I really more involved myself with uh, you know uh, uh, very meaningful projects than than having to worry about um, my hit count anymore. You know, yeah. online. Very mature uh, of you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, uh, you can reach me. Uh, Instagram is my, my best form of contact, um, which is going to be at Tiki Guitar Player. Um, my Facebook is maxed out, so let's just not worry about that. That's okay. becoming like a day. A day. Yeah. Even though that's how we did this by me commenting. Uh, my website is uh, Jason Lee Guitar. Dot com and you can always follow the Riptides Instagram at Jason Lee and the Riptide. Very cool. Well, I can't thank you enough for spending time with the podcast and telling us your story and everything that you guys are going through. I want to wish you guys the best of health, and I hope to see you again soon. It's been too long. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Maybe that's why my fingers just kind of tap the keyboard super quick. I hit enter, and then I closed out on my browser. So I'm really <laughs> glad that I did, and yeah. I, I really, I really would like to have you back, you know, down to I'd the love house that. again for uh, a proper painkiller. I'd love that, and I'd love to have you over here at the Desert Oasis room sometime too. So isn't that crazy that I've never been? I, I know it is crazy <laughs> for as long as I've known you, but we've got to make it happen one of these days. So when, when this whole thing clears up, we'll figure out a way. All right, everyone's going to figure out a way, man. So, uh, But thank you so much, man. This was fun. Thank you, Jason. All right, tell Michelle I said hello, and uh, you guys take care of yourselves. Thanks so much. All right. Have a good night. Cheers. Cheers.